All right, welcome back to the podcast. It is Friday. Honestly, I have no clue how the week went by this fast, but it did, and here we are. Um, I'm excited to share what's been going on. Um, so let's just get into it. So, school. Let's just start with school. I um, I've been getting my stuff ready, uh, FAFSA and the shot records and stuff, and to turn in for the classes. Because I'm pretty sure, well, obviously it starts in the fall, so, but um, I think I have to have everything turned in by the 23rd, and so that's why I've just been on it like crazy. But it just sucks because it's like, first off, why do we have to pay for our own shot records? I, I've never understood that. And me going to pay for it again today really made me realize how much I hated it. Like, that is so, like, why am I paying for my documents? It makes no sense. But, um, yeah, so school's been going good, or the process of getting in school is going good. Um, like I said, I'm just waiting for it to to start, and then we'll be good to go. And so, yeah, and I think I found a job that will work with my school schedule, so that's even better. Uh, I think it's like 7, like 7 to like 4, because class doesn't start till like 5, and she said that we cannot be late by any means so um yeah I think that'll be perfect if not then obviously I'll have to adjust and figure out something else but for right now I think I think we're all good you know what I mean just taking it day by day and see what's going to happen and so yeah school and the job situation is good from last time um other than that nothing's nothing's really changed um running is still super hard just I don't know what's going on my back something's wrong with my back or it it, it could honestly just be the concrete because I really don't have these problems when I run on like turf or something like that so it really could just be the concrete but my back hurts so bad and then like my shin splints are gone but then my left leg just tightens up and literally feels like it's about to fall off so I don't know I've been doing research into it trying to figure out um ways I can fix it and so far, I have not found um, anything, but I'm still running, so it is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I still got to get it, and that's what we're doing. And so now let's talk about, finally, girl number two, the second woman in my life. Um, this is the final one. I'm not saying that I haven't met any other good ones, great ones, but this is the one that's, you know, that's made a dramatic change into my life or changed me for the better um or like I said you know she's the second woman that that basically got away or that I pushed away and um yeah so but this one the reason I saved this one for last is because we still talk to this day like she's still you know what I mean like if I wanted to call her or whatever then I could because we're still good friends like that like and I mean I don't know I just feel like there's, there's some things you can't come back from and I didn't do anything necessarily wrong. And she didn't do anything necessarily wrong. It's just, we were in two different stages in our lives. You know what I mean? But she really helped me out of, she was the one that really helped me out of the woman one situation. She was the one that really let me open up again. And for that, I'm forever grateful because it it really took 
a strong woman and a, a gentle soul to do that because I definitely was not coming out of that by myself. And so for that, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful. And she's, she's honestly a perfect girl, but anyway, let's get into it. So I met her, where did I even meet her at, dude? I think like Twitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Twitter and I like messaged her. Because uh, i seen that she lived here, I think, for college, though, only. Because she's, she's not from here. And so, uh, I messaged her or whatever. And she likes she likes the Astros. You know, I like the Astros. So, I messaged her. We were talking, yada, yada, yada. And I don't remember. Either she asked to hang out or I asked to hang out. But I'm pretty sure it was me. And then I went to go pick her up uh, from campus. And then, like, the rest is history. Like, we would not stop talking and she, like her love for music and my love for music is just so you know what I mean it's so compatible like we're so we're literally so compatible for each other it's if you've seen it with your own eyes you'd be like okay yeah they're they're probably married like it's it's one of those things and um yeah she's just she she's honestly a great girl that the whole time we were hanging out I think we Dude, we were ta- we talked or slash dated for like a good. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to butcher the date. Honestly, like six months, something like that. She was the one. She was the one that I, when I was talking to her, I went to jail. I think this was in like the first. The first month or two of of us talking, and so here's the story behind that. I, rec- I had warrants from Amarillo, like tickets that I didn't pay, or whatever. And like when I came down here to visit, when I was living in Amarillo, I got tickets down here, but I was living in Amarillo. So my mom was like, you know, don't pay them. Who cares? You don't live in Wichita. You don't need to pay them. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I, uh, I, I didn't pay them. Anyway, I did, I ended up moving back to Wichita, obviously. And, um, one night I, one night it was like three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. I think it was late, super late. She wanted to hang out, so I went over there, picked her up, and we just like we just like sat in a parking lot or whatever for like an hour or something, listening to music, like nothing crazy, but you know what I mean. It was the little things, and so I dropped her off because I could have sworn she had a curfew. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure she told me she had a curfew. And, you know, finding out later on she didn't for college, but I'm pretty sure she did. And um, I'm going back home, and there's the so there's flashing lights when it gets real late at night and the lights stop like continuously running and mine was on like flashing red and I'm going forward. Okay. The cop is going, um, uh, horizontal and his is flashing yellow. So I stop and I see him, but he, I prom he's like three miles down the road. Like he's far. So I stop and then I go. And as I'm going past, like under the light, all I see is lights. And I'm like, what the hell dude? Like, and I already knew I had warrants, but I was like, okay, yeah, I'm probably going to jail. Anyway, uh, I pull over. Well, first, my my first thought was like, let's just run. But I I didn't. I didn't. I swear. So I, I pull over, and uh, he's like, uh, did you not see me there? I said, uh, bro, you were like 10 minutes away from me. What are you talking about? He's like, no, you pulled out right in front of me. I'm, okay. All right, bro. And... Uh, He's like, license, registration, you know, blah, 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 gave it to him. Uh, I'm never rude to cops. Like, I don't care. I mean, it is what it is. I, I knew I was going to jail before he knew, so it, it wasn't a, a shock to me. 
And um, he goes, and uh, so he goes back to his car. You know, he looks me up, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm sitting in my car and I call um, my grandma at the time because she's the only one that knows how to drive standard down here. And I call him like, hey, you know, it's like, mine is like three o'clock in the morning, like I said. I'm like, hey, you're going to have to come get the car. I'm about to go to jail. And she's like, what are you doing out at 3 o'clock in the morning? And I lied. I was like, I just want to go get something to drink, bro. I was thirsty. And uh, she, she's like, oh, my God. All right. So she came. But, like, I knew I was going to jail because as I was sitting there, another cop pulled up. I was like, oh, yeah. This is it. Like, it's, I'm gone. And so uh, I'm sitting there. And then he comes back to the window. And he's like, all right, well, can you step out the car for me? Yeah, and he pulls me out. He goes, you know, you have warrants, right? I was like, oh, yeah, I already know. I was like, uh, is it cool if my grandma comes and gets the car, though? Man, I really don't want it towed. He's like, yeah, dog, that's cool. And I had my I had my, my Bergs on at the time. He was like, he, he, but I had shorts on. He looked at me. He's like, man, you're not going to run, are you? I was like, nah, I ain't, ain't going to reason to run, dog. And he goes, okay, well, yeah, um, just come sit in the back of the police car or whatever. I won't put uh, handcuffs on you until, you know, like she goes or whatever. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm. I appreciate that. Like, he was a cool cop, you know what I mean? He was doing his job, but he, he did lie about the part, me running, like, in front of him. Like, there's no way. And anyway, so I get arrested, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I was, I think I was in there for, like, three days or something like that. Mind you, I didn't tell girl number two that I was getting arrested because, I don't know, it was, like, the last thing on my mind. So I just, when I get out, like, my phone is, like, blowing up, like, I'm like, ah, oh, dude, like, what am I finna tell her? I got arrested. She's gonna be like, this dude's a fucking thug. Like, uh. But anyway, I was like, yeah. Well, I, I called her and I was like, yeah, hey, I just got out of jail. <laughs> she's like, what the hell? And I told her what happened, but yeah, man, she's, she's a good girl. She, I don't know what really didn't work with us, but then again, I do. And it was me, like me being just, I don't know, me being, uh, what's the word? Like, I didn't want to open up enough. Like, she got me to the point where I did open up. You know what I mean? Like, we were having fun. Like, my guard was down. Like, I had no reason to worry with her, you know, but I just didn't want to take it to the full extent and, like, date. If that makes any sense at all, it probably doesn't. But I don't know. I just, I just didn't. Like, and that was on me. Like, she had nothing to do with that. She's... Like I said, she's still here to this day. She's still a great girl. She's still, she's still someone that I can count on. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like we we still send like flirty memes and shit to each other. Like we still send songs to each other and shit. But I don't know. I don't know if it'd ever like be the same if I tried again. You know what I mean? So I just, I just don't like. I don't do that to her again, and I won't do that to me again. And so, yeah, that is really the story on girl two i mean we have great stories but one time i'll I'll go ahead and let you guys listen to this one one time we went to uh because we were big on like trying food and stuff and one time we went to some italian place here dude i swear on google it had like four stars no lie and we go there and uh i think i got like a calzone like you cannot mess those up and she got pasta at an italian restaurant you cannot mess that up right First off, the the first red flag was the damn ticket was like 60 bucks for just those two things. 
you know what I mean? Like, I'm not finna be like, nah, I, I ain't finna pay that because I got her right next to me. But if it was just me, I'd have drove off and left him there looking crazy. But, uh, so we paid it, whatever. We went back to the house. And this was the nastiest thing I've ever had in my entire life. It literally tasted like, like a, like a two month old hot pocket. Mine was disgusting. I took two bites out of it and threw it away. No lie. It was the nastiest thing ever. But that was, like, we had a good time doing that. You know what I mean? Like, we did the little things, but it felt like big things. And that's just, that's just the type of girl she was. This is the type of energy she brought around. And that's, you know, that that's what I love about it. But, yeah, that is girl number two. That's the final one. You're not going to get me to talk about no more, no more women in my life on here. That's it. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to do a new segment on the podcast called well it's called phoning a friend but i'll probably change the name because obviously i i don't know all right once i figure out how to really put all these people on the damn episode then it'll make more sense but for now i just asked them to give me three questions that they wanted me to answer you know what i mean and i'd answer it on the podcast and so that's what we're gonna do and let's start with let's start with brewer so his first question was, what motivates you? And really, the only thing that I can think of that motivates me is generational wealth. Not necessarily money, but when I'm dead and gone, like my family will have something in place. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, your your granddad Devin did this for us. This is why we have this. You know what? I mean? Stuff like that. Like that's what motivates me. That's what that's what makes me wanna make sure my name holds weight is because without generational wealth, what do you I mean, yeah, you're gonna have money for you right now, but you can't you can't take that shit with you. You know what I mean? Like when you're gone, it's gone. And so that's why I like to do things that put my family in a good position when I'm gone. And so that's that's really a big thing that motivates me. Uh, his next question is, where can you find peace? And that one is a really hard question because as a man, um, I'm sure a lot of guys can um, justify this, but as a man, you can't really talk to anyone. And I know you see that shit all the time, but I really can't. I mean, friends, yeah, like Michaela Brewer, Tamar, you know what I mean? Like I have friends I can talk to, but it's different. Like you can't go to them and start crying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like I'm lost. I'm stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. Like you can say those things, but at the same time, you're going to have to be doing something. And that's, that's, that's the downfall. That's the hand I was dealt with being a man. Um, I feel like it's a lot easier for women. Um, I could be wrong. And you know, if it, if I'm wrong, then that's my opinion. But I just feel like as a man, it's really hard to find peace um, with just like consoling people, consulting people. So mine would probably be honestly just like listening to music somewhere, like driving on a highway at night, listening to music. That's probably where I could find like my best peace in all honesty. If I had to answer that question, that that'd probably be it. And his last one is, what's the hardest habit I've broken? And that would be, okay, when I was a kid, I I mean, yeah, a kid growing up to like, I think like the 
sixth or seventh grade, I used to stutter so bad. And I mean, bad. And I mean, one day I just like thought to myself, like, what happens if I just like slow everything down to stop talking so fast? Think about what I'm going to say before I say it. You know what I mean? And that really helped. But it, still like to this day, I still stutter. And it's like, that's the bad, the worst habit I've ever broken because if you guys could see how bad it was back then then you'd really understand but right now I still do it in like bits and pieces but nothing to where to where I was back then um like I said even going into like the seventh grade I used to stutter really bad but um you know I fixed it I just it was really a mental thing uh people would go to like therapy and stuff for it which I mean there's nothing wrong with that but for me it was all like a mental thing it was a you know, slow down, think about what you're about to say and then, and then say it, you know? So, um, that was probably the, the hardest one or stop to stop smoking blacks and alcohol. Honestly, all three of those were probably the hardest alcohol. I still drink it, but nothing like I used to. I mean, tonight's probably going to be the first night. And since I drank it with Emily the other night, which was like a week ago or so. And so, but nothing like I used to, like got off work and went straight to the bar, you know, every single night went straight to the bar. So that one, and like I said, smoking blacks with Judd, that I'm pretty sure we spent over $500 in blacks, like throughout a month, maybe two months. No, I'm not gonna say a month or like a dollar. So maybe like two months, like we used to smoke blacks, like they were going out of style and it had to be wood tip. Don't, don't sit here and play with me. <laughs> But those were Brewers' three questions, and then now let's go to Michaela's. And her first one is, have you ever made a mistake that you can't justify? Um, no. And I say that because every everything I do, I know, it, I know comes with consequences. Um, consequences might not be now, but they will be um, consequences in the end. You know what I mean? So... Uh, but I'm going to stand on my 10, my 10 toes behind everything I do. Uh, so I, everything, every mistake that I've ever made, I, I'm, I, I own up to, or I have owned up to, um, because I, I have to as a man. <clears throat> and, um, her next one is what's the most pain you've ever been in? Not physical. And that was easily without it. Oh, I don't know. That's that's pretty that's pretty tough honestly. I have two, I have two situations. One would be my when my grandpa passed, because uh, he raised me. Um, so yeah, whenever he passed and um, leaving like completely letting go of girl number one, and those two fell in like the same time frame, and one of my best friends died within the same two three months. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those things right there all together was was the most pain I've ever felt in my life not being physical. Easily. Without a doubt. If you think your mental game is strong, I promise you, there was, there was, if, if there was a scale to this thing, that was 10. Like, without a doubt. Like, that's breaking the scale. Like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. I, I still get over stuff, you know, to this day. Uh, I I always miss my grandpa, obviously, and I always miss my best friend, honestly. So, um, but yeah, that would be 
that would be the most painful. But that's those are really good questions uh, so far. Because I really told them to make sure that these questions are hard to not necessarily explain, but like make sure I'm going to really think about them. You know what I mean? And so far, they're really good. And so her last one is, what type of situations do I try my best to avoid? And that would be going out. And that would be getting into groups and hanging with the people that I used to hang with. Um, I still have people to this day call me that, you know, um, I'm not going to sit here and say everything. I'm not going to criminalize myself, but I still have people that call me to this day. Um, and I just, I don't answer anymore. I don't talk to those people anymore. When they text, I, I don't text back no more. And that's just what it is. You know, that that's a part of growing up. That's a part of being an adult. I can't. I'm I'm not going to do those things anymore. Um, and so those are the situations I avoid and not going to the bar anymore. Because when I go to the damn bar, I at least spend every single time 60 bucks. And I hate it. But when I used to go to Whiskey Tall, my boy used to hook it up because he was the bartender. We drink all night for like seven bucks. But I'm Devin and you're you, so you can't do the same thing I do. And uh, yeah, those those were mixed questions, which were really good. And now we have Tamar. And Tamar is so hard to get a hold of for some odd-ass reason. Um, and so his first one is, if I were to go back to high school, would I do anything differently? And I want to say yeah, because, I mean, like, who wouldn't? But the real answer is no. I feel like everything that happened to me during high school, after high school, was was meant to be, you know, it made me who I am today. If if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be right here. Um, do I wish some things would have been different? Absolutely. But would I change it? No. I wouldn't have met the people I met. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love the life I live. Uh, and that's including the mistakes. In the the future mistakes I am going to make, so no, nah, I, I wouldn't do anything differently. And his uh, next one says, "Where do I see myself in the next five to ten years?" Um, that's a hard one. I don't know what's going to happen in the next five to ten. Hopefully, hopefully, um, good things happen. But you know, we're, we're going to have to see and just pray on it. But um, I want to be in Seattle, obviously. And I just, I just want to be doing good mentally and financially, not great, not perfect, just good. I just want to have a normal life. I don't want anything else anymore. You know what I mean? I don't, and it, it, it sounds weird. Like, of course I, I want to do good, but I, I want to do good in the right ways. If that makes any sense, because, uh, um, What's the word? I can't think of it. Past, like my past from right now, from this point, I don't want anything to do with. And so that's where I see myself in the next five to ten years. Um, what's the best? His his last one says, "What's the best life advice I've ever gotten?" Um, and that one I really sat here and thought about for a minute, and I still can't really give a great answer to, but. My, uh, my grandpa told me uh, a long time ago 
uh, growing up, he said, you know, if, if you do something, finish it. Make, make sure you finish it. And I always think about that. It's it's small and, you know, short or whatever, but it just, it, it really, quitting is a habit. People might not think of, think of it like that, but when you start quitting, it doesn't matter what you quit, like, it becomes a habit, and it's it's a horrible habit. And so that's probably the best life advice I've gotten, but um, this old man told me one time, uh, working, we were sweating our asses off. I think I'm like 19 at the time, 18, brand new to work, brand new to life. You know, I'm like, dude, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm dying in here, dude. Like I'm literally dying. He's like, man, I'm going to tell you something that I should have told myself a long time ago. He said, do not ever let a job kill you. And, uh, to this day, I take that into account. If I am not comfortable, if I know, you know what I mean? Like, this is not worth it. This is not worth my sanity, not worth my health. Then I'm, I'm not doing it. And that, that's just, that's just what it is. Cause you know what I'm saying? You can, you can, you can be replaced easily at the job within the next day. Like they, they're not going to be at your funeral. They're not going to help your family. None of that. They do not care. So once again, do not let a job kill you. You know what I'm saying? So. That is tomorrow's three questions, which were really great. And last but not least, we have girl number two's questions. I'm not going to give out their names, but, you know, they know who they are. And, you know, some of the people around me know who they are. So uh, <laughs> her first one is what annoys me the most. And she knows this because, you know, as we were hanging out, getting closer and stuff, you know, we like I said, we opened up to each other more and so like the questions just came like non-stop non-stop from both parties not just her and so the answer to that is repeating myself that is what annoys me the most and having a grandma that's um because I, t- I talk to my grandma all the time so having a grandma that's getting older and she can't hear and stuff like that and she's always like what huh what'd you say and even my brother like if you talk to my brother You'll you'll tell him something and he'll go what, and then he'll like two minutes two seconds later he'll like answer it, and I'm just sitting there like why why did you make me repeat it if you knew what I said like, I just me repeating myself I do not like it I do not like hearing my own voice, I don't like repeating myself I hate it, and it's it's so cringy to me and it's so annoying to me, so uh, yeah and her next question is what motivates you to get up in the morning and get going, um. That would be nothing. I don't have motivation to get up, but I know I have to. And I don't have motivation to get going, but I know I have to. Because if I sit here and do nothing, then, you know what I mean, then then we don't eat. So, um, yeah. But, you know, my mental health would be an aspect in there. Because if I sit here all day and just, you know, do absolutely nothing, then that's going to put me into a place where I, I don't want to be. So um, that and to be healthy uh, physically, you know what I mean? I, like I said, I'm really trying to get back into the shape I was back in high school, which was amazing. And so that would those things would probably be the things that motivate me. But um, yeah, and her last one is, what quote do you live by and why? And I don't know if I have a quote I really don't. I cannot think of a single quote. Um, so, 
yeah, that one probably cannot be answered. But if I think of it, then I'll probably put it in a, the next podcast episode because I cannot think of a single quote. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I find quotes kind of corny, honestly. You know what I mean? So that's just my opinion. But she texted me. She was like, well, I had a dream that uh, she said I had a dream that I was stressing over the three questions I sent you. I said, you could have sent any three questions you wanted. And she was like, well, I'll just ask you more questions in person. And so that's, like I said, that's the type of, that's the type of relationship we have. Like, she, like when she comes back for school, she already, she already wants to hang, which is not a bad, bad thing at all. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if we'll ever be able to, like, not talk to each other, not see each other. That's just who we are. That's, a, that's the bond that we created. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? So that's where we are. And, um, yeah. And so that's really what's been going on with me. This is a little shorter podcast. I'm trying to make them like 25 to 30 minutes. The 40 minute one is really not that, not my thing because I really get repetitive. Um, as Brewer said, he told me to shut the fuck up. So yeah, uh, I'm kidding. He didn't say that, but that's what's been going on. Um, I have a camera that has a camcorder. I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not really trying to put my face in it and stuff. Not yet, at least. And, um, yeah. But when I do get, what's the word? I guess the balls to do that, then you guys will start seeing podcasts with, um, like, a video type of podcast. And I'm still trying to figure out how to get my friends on here. I don't know. Michaela said, when do you guys want to come to you know, Amarillo or whatever? I want to go like right now because I can get her and I can get tomorrow and I can get Judd all on. You know what I'm saying? Like I can record everybody's episode when I'm in Amarillo because they're all right there. Brewer, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get to him. And so, yeah, I don't know. It'd be pretty cool if I could get a hold of the women, too. I know I can get a hold of girl two. Girl one, I don't know. That'll probably be we'll probably like have the police involved. I'm kidding. And then girl three, I damn sure don't know if I can get a hold of her because she hasn't been blocked this moment in time. So, yeah, that's how my life's going. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening, man. Um, I will be back on Tuesday to tell you how the weekend went. Um, And I hope you guys really enjoy this, man. I really enjoy putting these things out. It's really fun uh, telling people about my life, even though it's really not that interesting. So, um Yeah, I will talk to you guys Tuesday, and I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I'm out. Peace.